Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. It's the crazy one, CEO. No, the crazy one is low. Low, what's going on? <laughs> Why do I have to be the crazy one? Here we you go. Already know. You already know. You already know. And then also in the building, we have the lovely Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on, ma'am? Hi. Coming to you live. <laughs> from live from vacation. That's dedication, people. She is on vacation <laughs> podcasting because I'm letting you know right now, if I was on vacation, Nah, I, I would still podcast on my vacation, so let me not even tell that lie. But then we also got my brother in the building. What's going on, Baylor? Yo, yo, I'm calling in live from Studio Prius, Sweet 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We got a uh, we got a fun episode planned for you guys this week. We're going to go ahead and jump into the first topic. So this one, I put it on the list just because it was good to have some positivity. Um, T.I., Hoping to bail out 23 nonviolent offenders for Easter. I think this was a great move. T.I., who's really been on his social activism thing in the last couple of years. Um, so this is this is great to see. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? Baylor, I'm going to come to you first on that. I thought it was dope, but I started laughing because I'm like, well, what if they were like credit card scammers? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but, <laughs> but uh, overall, though, it's a dope move. I I don't even care if it was a clout chasing type of move. It's 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 um it's kind of back in the whole you know you know them trying to get out people um you know that was locked up for small marijuana charges and things like that. So yeah, it was dope. I like it. What's up, Mary? Um, no, we were just saying how it's exciting. Um, how basically a lot of people are are like tweeting and on social media like talking a lot of smack about how our social justice system is there ain't no justice it's just us <laughs> and basically i don't know if you picked up my little d'angelo reference there but um yeah and like no one's really putting their money where their mouth is i mean meek is but you know obviously he's such a direct victim of of you know the system and its dysfunction so i feel like yeah I mean, I think it's dope that T.I. is actually putting his money where his mouth is. That's what's up. That's what's up. I agree. Mary, what do you think? I'm sorry. Lo, what do you think? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it's really cool. Like, it's just exciting to see. And it seems to be a trend with celebrities, um, with Kim Kardashian. and um, But I think I, when I read about it, I thought it was really cool. So you mentioned the Kim Kardashian. I, I know this isn't on the list, but let me just add it in. What do you guys think of her studying to be a lawyer? I think I don't know why everybody's hating on that. Um, I mean, I think maybe people are just sick of her already. <laughs> I don't know. But look, her dad was <laughs> one of the most famous lawyers of our time um, yeah. and one of the most high profile cases of our time. So. I think it, you know, obviously she's been taking a stand with, um, you know, I guess her bro, her broski Trump in getting people who she feels deserve to be off the hook, off the hook. So I don't know. I actually think this is a logical next step for her. Like, it seems like she actually has an interest in 
you know, criminal justice and reform of the system. So why not? Like, I actually think I'm proud of her. <laughs> and I kind of never thought I'd say that. Um, but it seems like she's actually trying to, like, put her platform to a good use and really make it official. So I support it. And I think it's something that it's like a change. Like, she actually is in the media for something positive and solid and not just some superficial foolishness. So why are we giving her a hard time for this, but not for the foolishness <laughs> that she usually is doing? I don't know. And I agree with that, too. I think that I, I think a it's a few different things. I think she's catching a lot of the backlash from Kanye and the shit that he had going on over the last few years. And I think, of course, people just don't take her seriously. Um, that's in part due to herself, as well as how she's portrayed on her reality TV. But I mean, when you really look at what she's done over the last year, like she is taking a serious interest in criminal justice reform. And so who who are we to say that? she's not serious about this who are we to say that she's not capable of it i do believe the proof can be in the pudding we'll, ha we'll have to see what she continues to do but everything's been pointing to at least some maturity on her part and her maturing as a person and i don't think there's nothing there's nothing bad about that in my opinion i just yeah. hope it's not a like i hope that this is something that she actually wants to do and it's not just a phase but when I um, saw that she was doing that, I was excited for her. I think it's really cool to finally do something. I don't know. I'm becoming a Kim Kardashian fan slowly. It's literally taken years. But, um, I mean, good for her. If you got that privilege, use it. Go ahead, Baylor. I know you got it. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, go. Say something nice, Baylor. Say something nice. Um, yeah, at this point, if she, you know, if she goes through with it, then uh, I tip my hat to her. I just, you know, I, I have to see it done. I have to see her get it done, you know, um, with her and the camp that she comes from. Um, I just got to see it. That's all. I don't want to say anything negative about it. Of course, it's a positive move. It's a dope move, actually. Um, but I just got to see it get done. I feel that. Hopefully, I feel it's not, that. Ho hopefully, hopefully, it's not one of those stunts for the show, you know, to get more viewers and things like that, as if they need more. But you know, if she gets it done, yo, that's that's a crazy turnaround right there. I can't say nothing about that. Yeah, more power to it. So let's move into our next actual scheduled topic. I know we kind of got uh, skewed off there, but it was a good, good, good thing to talk about. But Jim Jones announces a new album, El Capo, and announce the collaborations that we can expect from it and everything. What do you guys think of a Jim Jones album in 2019? Go ahead, Lo. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hear leave Dipset in high school. Like I can't, I don't, I don't want to. And he was my least favorite Dipset. What? Remember? Hot taste. Get up, Lo. I'm sorry he was. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Damn. So okay. you liked Freaky Zeke? No. <laughs> I like Cam. I love Cameron and Joel's. I mean, I think we had a previous show where we brought him up and I had mentioned that, you know, like he actually seemed like a stand up dude and all this other stuff. And now I must 
<laughs> seem to veer in the other direction and, and agree with Lowe. Like, um, like, let's not put out a new album. He could continue touring with Dipset, doing all of Dipset's greatest hits, and have a career just doing that, and getting involved. Look, like, hop on the social justice uh, criminal reform train and, and maybe start a, a streaming platform like everyone else is doing. But... <laughs> but Putting out new music, yeah. I just feel like him and everyone from that era need not do that. And mm -hmm. mind you, that was my era. To me, that's the golden era of hip-hop, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Maybe that, you know, they were the end of it. But still, like, but no. Like, I, I kind of, I'm cringing at the thought of what that album will be like. I hate to say that. I feel like he's deflecting, trying not to marry his girlfriend that he's been with for. Oh, yeah. oh my god! They're never getting married. They're never that. getting married. Um, but I, so you guys saying that makes me interested, in, and it makes me think to ask this question. So, like when after Dipset broke up and they had their own thing when nobody was releasing music, Jim Jones was steadily releasing music. I think he's had a project every year for like the last six years. And they've all been solid. I don't know if you guys have listened to them or not. Like Jim Jones, I think, has shown the most growth out of anyone in Dipset from their their when they were at their height till now as a, as an individual artist. So for that, I'm I'm interested to see what he has. Especially, I think is he like signed to Rock Nation or something now? But Jim Jones has steadily been releasing decent music for almost a decade now, consistently. So. I'm, I won't say that I'm like super excited for it. I'm just interested to see what how it's going to be presented. I'm just interested in the features. To tell you the truth, I'm I'm tuning in to hear you know Currency, Jada Kiss, Davies, Mozzie, Fab. So that feature uh, list alone, I'm going to listen. But uh, to me, he's in the same boat with Ludacris. What are you talking about? <laughs> I need to, that's what I need to know. You know what I mean? Uh, because with the features that he got, I, what are they talking about? <laughs> Which <Yeah. laughs> so um, again, I love the features that he got, and it, it, let's be—I mean, like like Low said, like like Mary said, he's basically like the Draymond Green of Dipset. So you know, a lot of cats was messing with Cam and, and Jewels. Not to say that he wasn't—not to say he wasn't dope, but it's just he was like the third dopest i guess so, so you know so none of you have heard the vamp life series like vamp life I, one through three nobody's heard when he started doing that vamp life i i, I cut mm. him off man yeah vamp me life too. Series is I dope. i'm telling you i remember man, the clothing just... line <laughs> the last jim jones song i heard was balling oh wow so <laughs> wow <laughs> That's deep, man. That's deep. I guess I, I, we'll we'll see if it, if it is any good. We'll probably review it here. One thing that I know you guys weren't on, but last year with the breaks ready, we reviewed every new album. We're not doing that shit anymore. I'm not reviewing any trash. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on, man. Uh, YG stop snitching. So he released um, a video and a new song today. The video actually is one of the few music videos I've seen with like a a content advisory on it before you start playing it just because of the energy yeah. there. I loved it. Um, but what did you guys think about the song in the video? Yeah, oh, I did too. That was the, but I felt guilty about liking it so much. Um, the, the, what he was talking about wasn't that 
great. I love the video concept, but it, I mean, it was good that when the when the video first came on, my my shoulders was moving a little bit. So I mean, it, it's okay. It's good. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, but I mean, I've seen the history. You know, he had he's had two altercations, both in L.A. with uh with six nine. So it's you know, it's nothing new. Yeah. And I mean, there was no overt lines towards Takashi. And I, I, I know on our uh, run sheet, I wrote in parentheses Takashi uh, this, but uh, he's thrown, he's he's spoken on Takashi a lot in, in the last couple of months. So that's why I put that in there. Um, Lo, what did you think about the video on the song? Okay. <clears throat> mm. Baylor, uh, turn your headset off. <laughs> you don't want to hear this. I have a, an issue with listening or supporting any music that from a pop problematic person yg so i did not listen to the song and i will not watch the video oh Damn. yeah okay y'all know what he said <laughs> at nipsey's funeral so okay. I the, li- think the light skin thing yeah, yeah. but okay. i just think that he's i mean that really was problematic yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I gained respect for YG with um, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, um, and just just like the whole like fact that his relationship with Nipsey to me was really beautiful, especially mm-hmm. them not you know conventionally they should not have been friends and working together. And I don't know. I thought the symbolism of that was great. Um, I'm not such a supporter of like him taking shots at Takashi when he Takashi really can't defend himself or can't even turn into a real entertaining beef um, given the circumstances but I don't know I felt like it was kind of you know run in the mill <laughs> for YG so yeah but I agree with you Lo that, that comment was cringy I was like uh, did he just say that like you're, you're we've been in Advancing as a people with like not glorifying the light skin, light is right shit, and then all of a sudden, and like you know, really believing in melanin magic and all that shit, and then for you to say some shit on such a high exposure profile, um, high exposure platform, I felt like that was like setting us back as a people. So I feel yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad, <laughs> but I did, I do. The more that I learned about Nipsey, I really did love his relationship, their relationship, especially like with Karen Sybil, because I'm I'm a huge Karen Sybil fan. But um, me too. Yeah, I definitely was not here for that. So I'm on a YG break. I love YG's music. I just need time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. I, yeah, I I can understand it from that standpoint. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna get into our first break when we come back. We're going to talk about what we teased last week, and that's Beyonce, Beyonce, more Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. In <laughs> bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. 
And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we're four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right. So homecoming, we didn't talk about it last week. It uh, gave us some time to process it and really talk about like what it meant, our reactions to it. But also some news came out from that, that she's actually signed a multiple project deal with Netflix. So we, it gives us time to talk about that as well. Who wants to talk about some people's Lord and Savior? Beyonce. I had to naturally. I loved, oh my God. I loved every second of it. And I saw it when it came out a year ago. But just to see how much work she put into um, the set, I thought was, it just motivated me. It made me want to do more with my life. You going to start dancing? Uh, yes. Yes. No, I'm not gonna start dating. It, 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 I mean, you might as well. You do everything else on your social media. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just amazing to see, and it just made her like the. It was so she was so vulnerable. Like she just appreciate. Like it just made me appreciate her because this was the most human that I've ever seen Beyonce. But I yeah. thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Agreed. I mean, I was one of those people that stood up till 3 a.m. to watch the <laughs> the live stream um, last year. But just like Lo said, to actually like get the backstory behind it. And I mean, the production was just insane when I watched it the first time. And you knew that a lot of work went into it. But just to see how Beyonce really put so much attention into every detail, it's like, it is inspiring. Like you mm-hmm. said, like it truly makes you feel like, what the fuck am I doing with my life that I'm not fucking <laughs> putting all this attention to detail and the little shit that I'm doing and Beyonce is entertaining, you know, millions after having fucking a very problematic pregnancy with twins. And I mean, I loved, you know, the mother in me. And also, I mean, not to be all TMI, but like both of my pregnancies were unplanned. And the fact that she like really shared that, like, you know, she was supposed to perform the year before and unexpectedly mm-hmm. got pregnant with twins then gained all that fucking weight, had all those problems in the pregnancy, and then pushed herself to, like, the limit to really get herself back on track after, I thought. I mean, the way that it was delivered, I think there's something to be said for that too, right? Because as Mm -hmm. private as Beyonce and Jay, for that matter, seem, they do open up and let you in on their real, true selves in their own way, in their own time. I mean, for Jay, it was like, 444 was a lot of discovery about him. Um, Lemonade, I felt like, was a lot of discovery about Beyonce. And then Homecoming just took it to a whole other level and made it in a more digestible human form. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was a masterpiece, and I just can't wait to see what else Beyonce has because she just always slays, like Michelle Obama said. <laughs> she delivers. I- and and I think for me too, someone who's not as huge of a fan of Beyonce or, or her music, like I mean, I respect what she does as an artist, but I'm I'm not like head over heels for Beyonce as an artist or anything. But one thing that cannot be denied about her 
is her worth ethic, is what she puts into her performances, is how passionate she is about what she does. And getting to see every side of that um, was just amazing. Like, I don't know how you cannot respect it. Like, there, I wish there, there are so many artists who are super talented that don't put a fraction of what she puts into her show. And if they did, live performances would be better overall than what they are. I think... Beyonce is a, I guess, a unicorn, if you want to put it, in the live performance sense. Like, no one does what she does right now. No one does. But, Baylor, what do you think about Homecoming before we start getting into the conversation about live performers? I was so happy. I was I was so happy because my wife gave me the play-by-play, right? So this is what my wife decided to do. She watched it, of course, and she told me about the diet that she went on. And uh, then, you know, her and my wife decided to force the diet upon us. And I said, no, no, sweetie, I am your husband. I am not Beyonce. (laughs) I'm going to eat me some carbs. I'm going to eat me some meat. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, you got to respect her. You got to my you know, my thing is more of the next question that you're going to ask. But overall, when I when I see in the beginning, because I didn't watch the whole thing, when I turned it on. She still got it. She definitely got it. I watched her. I look at her. I know. <laughs> I respect her. I love Beyonce. I just, you know, I just don't love her. Love her. I love her like that. But I love her. That's what's up. That's what's up. So the next question, as Baylor just teased, is Beyonce the best live performer ever? And this is where we have to draw the line. We have to stop this. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Because we're not... MJ is not here to defend himself. And his Super Bowl performance was probably one of the best performances of all time besides Jesus coming back. Okay? And that's where we're going to leave it at. Beyonce can have top five. Hell, she can have top three. All right? But we already know MJ. MJ got number one. You can throw Prince in there. You can throw uh, James Brown. Hell, you want to switch genres? Eddie Murphy. But to say of all time, I'm not about to do that. I'm not. So, so wait, then would we say, because everyone that you just named, who I agree with you, do rival Beyonce. They're not from this time. You know what I mean? So is she the greatest performer of our time? Oh, yeah, by far, because she ain't nobody, like Hey said, don't nobody else put in the work like she do. I, have, I, I don't know anybody that comes close to her in this era, literally. And I you think have, I you might you might have you might have to switch to another an, a whole nother uh, genre outside of music to find a performer. Bruno Mars don't even come close. I was just he, gonna and, say him. Yeah. And he yeah. and he performed. He is phenomenal. But that's yes. like yeah, that's that's like Golden State versus the Clippers right there, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, th- I would I, agree with that. <laughs> I definitely think of this generation. You have to give it to her. But when we start talking about ever. Like like everyone Baylor name, absolutely I think I will put above Beyonce. And while not as cons- as consistent or as over the top or doesn't have the production quality, anyone who's been to a Busta Rhymes concert, listen, Busta Rhymes puts on a show. Period point blank. I know that's an underdog pick. Most people would not expect to hear that. But if you didn't go to a Busta Rhymes performance in his heyday in his prime, you missed out on something amazing. But ladies, I'll let you guys take it. It's funny you say Buster Rhymes. I feel like he's 
very um, underrated. Like he's a whole other show conversation exactly. because yeah. he's a dope. Like his flow is just unrivaled, and yeah, I mean he's so animated. Like I love him, so I'm happy to hear you say that. Um, but yeah, I mean I I don't think he's talking with Beyonce though <laughs> when it comes to live performances. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> Go ahead, Lo. Um, I personally think that she's the best performer of all time ever. So you're drinking the Kool-Aid. That's my opinion, though. It's my opinion. Did you pay your your dues to the Beehive community this week? I know you, you, like, your membership fees, did you pay this week? Um, Yes, I did. Um, I pay them every week, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... I personally think that she is. I mean, that's just my opinion. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that. No, but I mean, no, I, no, there are a lot of no, people. No, you somebody. You yeah. somebody. Lo. I know. <laughs> I think she is. And I've seen her live, and she's everything. It's just it takes your breath away. She's, yeah, I she's agree. crazy. Like, and I I wasn't able to see Michael Jackson live, so I mean. I'm just going off of my personal thing, and I do think that she's the best performer of all time. I did get she to see Michael Jackson live, <laughs> and Michael Jackson live. Seriously, it was like outer worldly. Just being in the arena, like when he stepped out. That that's that's a different conversation. We can we can have a different mm-hmm. show about that. Um, but all right, anything left on this one? Bend the knee to the queen. <laughs> all right we're gonna take a break we'll be right back after this hey guys it's your girl back easy hi everybody it's your girl joanne hey guys it's trell and this is the The team Team. and we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from abcs of sex to finding your passion Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, so me and Lo have actually had a conversation about this one. So I kind of know her feelings on this album, but we're still going to get into it. Anderson Pac Ventura um, came out with a kind of surprise with this one. I think this was actually less than a year after his his last album, which... You know, his his hardcore fans were kind of disappointed by because he did a little bit too much rapping on this one. This one was back to soul music. So I'm interested in seeing how everybody felt about this one. Who wants to go first? The joint with Smokey. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, was, there you go. It's oh, on man. repeat right now for me. Repeat. So that's all I I think that's all that needs to be said. That that might be song of the year for me. Damn. So far. Okay. Yes. Um, I actually got I got three songs. Uh, actually, the first three songs that uh that's on the album. Um, what do you have? Come home with Andre three stack uh with three yeah, stacks. The Smokey Robinson, of course, and then uh Layla Hathaway. Um, mm-hmm. I love when that when that beat changed. I said I rolled my windows down. I said, oh, oh my god, oh my god, this was great. This was great. Um, and this was my second time listening to it. Uh, because the first time, I don't know, maybe I was, I don't know, maybe I was a little too emotional because of Nip, it just didn't hit right. And so I went back and I listened to it and I was like, you know what, this is a, this is a good album. He makes music, like this album sounds like 
you 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 could dance to this in Target. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. Target. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like the features was crazy. Yeah, Nate Dog, come on. Exactly. Every, everybody can't have a track with Nate Dog. Yeah, Jasmine Sullivan too. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. So yeah. yeah. I mean, the man started it off with Andre 3000. Like, when I first started playing the album and saw that feature, that was when I didn't expect. How often do we get Andre 3000 rapping nowadays? Um, and I also think, like, this album benefited because it didn't feel like it had such a heavy hand of Dr. Dre in it, which he really didn't have a heavy hand in the last his last album. But I feel like this one was more what we expected from Anderson Pac. And the dude is really the only one in R&B doing it like he does like i don't think anyone had his voice is so interesting on uh, in of itself like mm-hmm. and not even just his singing voice have you ever just heard the man talk like it almost sounds like he's singing when he just talks like the dude's dope was uh, a vo- voice is dope um i like all three tracks that baylor mentioned i like winter circle i like king james as well um the other ones i don't think are as good as those tracks they're not bad either but below what did you what did you think about the album I thought it was amazing and I definitely can see me listening to this on road trips and all summer at the cookouts. Um, I thought it was in target for whatever reason, (laughs) 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 but it's exciting. I mean, it's not as good as Malibu because Malibu was like everything Mm -hmm. to me, but it was, it was a really good album and I'm definitely going to see him live too because he's on, on tour right now. He's really good live, so y'all should look into that. I've never seen him live. I I need him and him and like Kendrick to go on tour together. That would be a must uh, buy for so, me. So he's so good live, but it was it was amazing. As my favorite is the track with uh, was that Lettucey? Was the Lettucey? Mm, which one? Or Layla Hathaway? Layla which Hathaway. One of it. Yeah, I always get Hathaway. them mixed up. Um. But that was my favorite track, and the one with Andre. Yeah, it was good. Would you would you rank this as far as like, and it, it, I guess this is a difficult question to ask. We don't get many great or even good R and B albums now nowadays. Do you think this was one of the best in the last few years? Because I I struggle to think like, of course, taking the Beyonces and everything out of the equation, I struggle to think of an R and B album that was this solid from start to finish. Yes. Uh I got it I got it second, almost third. To what? Uh Neo's project. I really like that from front to back. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that SZA had a really solid album. I mean, is that going back too far? No, but I have my I issues with SZA, but I'll let I'll let that go for now. What, what, SZA get, get you in trouble. <laughs> Love SZA. <laughs> and I, I'm not even bring, bringing SZA up anymore because y'all be hating on SZA. But anyway, right. um, my thought, though, upon listening to this album was like, okay, R&B is back. Like, literally, that was my thought. So I think I'm going to have to agree with what you were just insinuating. This is definitely... Definitely one. I mean, I'm trying to think right now, like at least in the past year, like meaning 12 months, this is the most soulful R&B that I've heard. And I'm, I'm here for it. So, yes. 
That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I'm 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 excited to see where his career goes, where it continues to go. Because I think is if he just focuses on being so for like he he's not a bad rapper. Don't get me wrong. And I, even uh, what song he rapped on a couple of songs here, and I think it was used better than what it was on his last album. But he's just a talented dude, and I'm always going to be looking forward to Anderson Pac album until he delivers a completely horrible one, which I don't think he could do. So, do you guys have a favorite track by him right now? Of this album or from him in general? No, just in general. Shit, ninety percent of Malibu. <laughs> Put me through is my favorite by him. Okay. Off of Malibu. I like Head Low. Okay. Mary. <laughs> the smoky joint. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> that's, that's it like i don't know what it is about that song but i can't get it out of my head so yeah the first time i heard that joint, i was like yeah this is it um all right well that's it on the the ventura album review but our last topic for today and that's just because i really put this off for so long uh i don't know it's probably only been three weeks but we got to talk about it little nas x old town road Listen, so I, over the course of the weekend, over for Easter, I was on the, on the road, me and the family were on the road, and I, well, I kid you not, first of all, the song's only like a minute, 30 seconds. It played at least once an hour, consistently on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking tired of this song. I, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's interesting. I, lo- I love the creativity. I always like people stepping outside um, a box that people try to put them in and just doing something different and unexpected. And I think the reaction to the song displays that nobody expected anything like this but at the same time it's not anything earth shattering it's not anything groundbreaking it's it's not a great song it's a cool song to listen to it's like a it's like a spectacle and and i appreciate it for that but i don't think it's anything more than that what do you guys think said we think in the same way i mean it was i think a lot of people were drawn to it because of the things that was going on behind the song, um, also because of the remix, the remix was highlighted heavenly. Um, it was a dope beat too. So, <laughs> I mean, we all we all gonna grasp to that. Um, yeah, it was dope. I, yeah, are they overdoing it? Yeah, that's probably because they don't have anything else to talk about. Exactly. That's all that is. And some, and for some reason, in my head, I think that they just want to piss off some country white folks for some mm-hmm. reason. So. That's always fun. That I, I can get with trolling that all the time. Um, so <laughs> well, if that if that's what it's doing, more power to the song. What do you think, uh, Mary? I mean, I'm sorry, Lo. Um, I think that it's a trend, and I don't really like to follow trends. I, I only listen to it once. I try not to listen to the radio. I think it's corny. I don't listen to country music, so I have a really I do a really good job filtering out things that I don't want to listen to. <laughs> Agree with that. So I just think it's corny and I'm mad that he got so much clout off of it. And there's so many talented people that could be getting this attention, but people are just so stupid. Like they just don't want to <laughs> put the time in. So something this easy that they can dance to is just like an automatic hit. It's just so corny to me, but whatever. It, yeah it, it definitely is like 
like I said, it's just one of those things to where, you know, like when you're in like a carnival and you see like the bearded lady and it's like, okay, you grew a beard. Like that, that's what this is to me. It's just like, it's cool. Like it's funny. That's it. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I think it's a, a, a lot of um, just, I think it's just a lot of people backing it because of what was going on behind the track. You know what I mean? When it was removed uh, from the list and, and uh, the fact that uh, a real country singer hopped aboard and, and spit a few bars on a remix. And of course, like they said, I mean, they always going to hop, uh, hop behind the fact that you're going to piss off some country white folks. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that's all. And and again, the beat was dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The beat was crazy. But other than that, it wasn't. It's like, all right, let's let's move on. Do you know what's really interesting though? Um, Billy Ray Cyrus uh, kind of slid his way into the hip hop community when Miley Cyrus was trying to do it all those years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he's appreciative of it. Like he, but he, yeah, and he, he didn't do it in a in a way of like trying to freaking um, what's the word I'm looking for? Appropriate. Yeah, he didn't appropriate the culture at all. Like we kind of <laughs> appropriated his, but he, like he, I saw him holding a sign today saying, you know, he wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, or he wouldn't have like a, a plaque or something if it wasn't for Little Nas X, and th- that's the way it's supposed to be. Like show appreciation um, to the culture. Like Molly mm-hmm. Cyrus has always just been someone that's just like, look, chick, you trying way too hard. <sighs> And and that's where I think a lot of the the hype came from was the fact that, um, you know, the other side or their genre of fans, their fans were was hating against this record. And again, if this was just a drop amongst us, we'd be like, you know, this is for the kids. This is something funny they could listen to or whatever. If you actually pay attention to the lyrics, this is something to laugh at. Uh, but because the record was hated on. <laughs> you know, a lot of people got behind it or whatever, and then they just kept going with it. That's all. I don't know how it ended up going this long, and I'm pretty sure eventually in the future, in one of these award shows, he will be performing, and a guest star is going to come Please. out, and it's going to be. I mean, you know how they get down. I how really hope down. not. If this song is on the same level, in my opinion, as Baby Shark, it's the same thing. Oh, Baby Shark. Man. <laughs> That has that has that has retired in my house so far. Let's not Finally. bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> my in my house it was peanut butter jelly time. I don't know if y'all remember that. My kids used to play that shit all the time. <laughs> and it was better than this. So <laughs> But that's it. I know we lost Mary. She's gone. Um but that's it for the break short. Anything you guys got? Any parting words? Anything? If not, you know the routine. Leave them with your social media. Uh, it's Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. There is nothing to argue about music-wise right now. So uh, there's a lot of sports going on. If y'all guys want to argue about that, it's definitely the time of the year. As far as music, uh, oh, well, we do have a nice project dropping. I'm pretty sure we'll be talking about it on next week's show. So come Thursday night, we have uh, probably one of the dopest albums dropping this year. What you talking about? What's that? Schoolboy. 
Oh, oh shit! Yes. That drops the stars. Man, listen, it's been so much going. I've been so focused on in game. I guess I had, I completely missed that. So we it will that, definitely be talking that about that. <laughs> he dropped it on in game, so he, you can't beat that. Yeah, we will definitely be talking about the album because I have no doubt that that album is going to be amazing. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I don't have anything else to say, so you guys can follow me on Instagram at my underscore names underscore low. And I'm going to keep pressuring low weekly now to get on Twitter. That's going to be my thing. And watch their stories, y'all. Watch their stories. Watch their stories. Watch my stories. I am not joining Twitter. I don't need that type of negativity in my life. You got to know you got to be in honestly. And this is what I will say. Um, in me and Bailey's community, like you got to get in the podcast community. There's not much negativity, honestly. We're all supportive okay. of one another. So, yep, yep. You got okay. the few haters, but it's not as bad as real Twitter. Like re- real Twitter, I don't fuck. I almost don't fuck with anybody but podcasters on Twitter right now. It's so yeah. it's so much, <laughs> but I it's a lot. There. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I I literally use uh, Twitter as a newspaper because once it comes to Twitter, <laughs> it's over. It's official. But, yeah, I get you know, but it's just like any other uh, social media platform. Is whoever you follow, that's what you're gonna get back. I so just feel like once I get on there, I'm gonna automatically become a part of Black Twitter, and it's no, gonna see, consume my life, and I'm gonna be so I have stayed, and I'm always. I have stayed out of that toxic place for two years, and I pride myself <laughs> on not being a part of Black Twitter. Yeah, literally, my timeline. Literally, my timeline is either uh, sports reports or something from the black podcast community. Okay. Yeah, just, you got to keep that negativity off your timeline, man. Like I had a, uh, anyway. I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked, but you can also fo- follow um, our co-host that fell off, uh, Mary Almonte, Miss Mary Almonte. Really easy. She keeps it, keeps it simple. But you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO. H-A-I-Z-E. You can also follow us collectively on The Breaks Radio. You know what? That's what you can do. You can run The Breaks Radio Twitter. I see you in the login. Sure. There you okay. Go. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. This has been another episode of the best hip-hop podcast you'll find. We are out. Peace. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I get filthy when that liquor get it to me. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. Why can't I keep my fingers off it, baby? I want you, na-na Why can't I keep my fingers off it, baby? I want you, na-na Cigars on ice, cigars on ice Feeling like an animal with these cameras all in my grill Flashing lights, flashing lights you got me pity, 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 baby I want you, na-na Can't keep your eyes off my pity, daddy I want you, na-na Drunk in love I want you We woke up in the kitchen saying How the hell did this shit happen, oh baby Drunk